Welcome into Baltimore Sports today for Friday, June 23rd, 2017. This is episode yeah. 408. I'm Zach Will from BaltimoreSportsReport.com. Joined as always by my good pal, Jabby Burns. How are you today, Jab? I am doing great, Zach, even though our baseball team completely pissed down their leg the last couple nights. They did steal one game, which was good. Um, but it's June. It's late June. We're having a blast. It's a Friday. I usually tell you to tell your boss to go kick rocks, but it's in the middle of June. It's too hot. No reason to be anywhere but inside an air conditioning building. So don't get fired today. Enjoy the day. And then the weekend should be a great weekend, Zach. Um, I don't know. I just love summer weekends. It's just it, for us. It, it's something I look forward to the pool, the, the smoking of meat that I've become increasingly obsessed with. Um, and, uh, for me, more baseball stuff. So for me, it's, it's, it's a great time of year and I'm one month away from Zach returning to the big burrito in the sky known as San Diego, California. Ooh, very nice. Very nice. Yes, you got any weekend plans? I do. We're actually having a, uh, our supper club, which I think now at this point we've done 400 shows. People definitely have heard about the supper club. We have a group that we've done with now. I think it's on eight years. We do uh, uh-huh. dinner at somebody's house every uh, every month. So we have our supper club tonight. And then tomorrow we have our end of the year rec ball. Um, we're having our little, little little party. We're playing wiffle ball against it's the kids versus the coaches um, over here at Sherwood Gardens. So if anybody's nice. one of the nines, want to come hang out and watch me throw some sliders, come on down. Zach's <laughs> hit me plenty of times. He he's owns me, by the way. Uh, and then on Sunday, the farmer's market opens, reopens. So Zach, I got a big, big weekend, brother, because uh, I enjoy going down to the farmer's market and getting a bunch of vegetables on will eat. Nice. That's awesome. Awesome. Yep. We'll have a fantastic weekend. Should uh, be okay. Definitely want to uh, want to bring up Jackson's appearance on episode oh my God. 407. The response for that has been amazing. Um, he, I mean, we were right there, so we knew how awesome he did. But if you haven't had a chance to go listen to, uh, to Jab's son talk about the Orioles on uh, our last episode, the one right before this, Definitely go back and check it out. Uh, it's it's the I've done four hundred and eight of these now with you, Jab. It's the only one that my wife has listened to. So congratulations! <laughs> hey, by the way, shout out to you, Miss Burns. Also downloaded said program for the first time. She came home and said, "I downloaded my first podcast," and I was like, "That just I don't know if it feels good or it just hurts my heart." But I was like, "Great, that's great." Uh, your spawn, you know, thanks to your spawn, you, you go ahead and did it. But uh, no, we're happy. We've done the shows in front of the ladies before. They weren't impressed, um, right, as, I, right. as I pointed out. They weren't that excited about Kansas and Maryland basketball like yeah. we were. Um, but that's okay. Hey, listen, sometimes I don't want them to listen because I say plenty of things on here that maybe Miss Burns would kind of go back and go, "God, are you really fifteen years old? <laughs> and are you obsessed with this guy, Jonathan Scope?" Uh, so no, we, we, appreciate that. And we did get a lot of good feedback. I got some feedback in my personal life too. Some, from some people, um, a lot of people saying you need to frame that picture, you know, that kind of thing. So yeah. Jackson had a good time. I actually went back and listened and listened to some of his, um, thoughts. And my favorite one was Wellington Castillo as an all-star. Cause that was f- completely out of left field. That was in my so opinion. Great. And he just, he just rattled it off. And then he comes back with, and I know they were playing the Indians at the time, but he's really likes Lindor and he really liked that. I know here we go. WBC. Um, he had such a good time during that time watching him play there and just likes the way he's always, he always says he's always smiling and he seems like a good teammate type thing. So that's the kind of thing I like to see when he said, who's his favorite Oriole outside of, um, here. And then he topped it off Zach by giving you the cherry on top of your cake. When he said he wants to go to Miami as his ballpark. I I was like, what are you doing? You're just playing right into Zach. It's, it was, it was great because he, he's, you can tell he is, uh, you've taught him well. 
But mm-hmm. he's not just repeating your opinions on no. things. He's he's uh, you know, made his own opinions on things, and and he's well educated on uh, on the game. So I I'm very impressed, and and uh, tip of the cap to you. That's that's some A plus parenting right there, Jeff. Yeah, and my other thing that I love about it too is he's got a potty mouth like his dad when he called the the Orioles bullpen doo doo, and I thought that. <laughs> We needed to get an explicit on this podcast once doo-doo came flying around here. So, yeah, so he's got uh, the gift of gab, I guess. And um, wait till you get the other one. Wait till the six-year-old that won't shut the hell up gets on this program. <laughs> we'll be in big trouble because Noah is your little boy. As, as, as Zach found out, we were down at Disney. Uh, Noah locked in on Uncle Zach. So uh, maybe you two can do a show and you'd get a lot of information on sharks because that kid is – and I'm not talking San Jose either. I'm talking real sharks. <laughs> awesome. That sounds fun. Yeah, but what are we talking about today, Zach? Obviously, we talked about terrible, you know, week. I I mean, so many things with the starting pitching. Um, But you pulled up some numbers for your fantastic masterpiece that you can get probably right now if you're listening to this program at uh, Baltimore Sports Report or uh, Mass. Is it MassinSports.com? MassinOrioles.com. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Give me, give us everybody the one and nine's little rundown for the weekend. Give them something to give them a good palate cleanser, Zach, for the weekend. (laughs) So everybody's talking about the starting pitching, and the Orioles are uh, they're going through it, right? They've got what two quality starts in their last sixteen games. Uh, now two games under 500. We know about the streak that they have going. Uh, 19 consecutive games in which they've allowed five or more runs. I think they're going to make it 20 tonight, Jab. How are you feeling about that? Uh, I mean, yeah. <laughs> well, I, I'm just going to say a bald, the Baldo train is, is roll, being rolled out of the tracks there uh, down in Trapa. And you, this isn't your your your, your dad's to, uh, Rays team either, by the way. Take a gander at their offensive stats. Um, they've got some guys that can put the ball in, in that cartoon ballpark. They can put it out there with, a, with the cowbells. So, yeah. Um, not So, not great. Orioles starters have... Uh, have Keep the streak alive is what I would say. It's, it's uh, not the streak you want to... <laughs> keep going um but everybody's joking about it and and it's uh it's you know quite the ordeal so you know what i did was i i looked at some of the departed Orioles starters and and talked about how this team would be if guys like giovanni gallardo were still on the team remember him giovanni gallardo i do yeah he uh signed a, ended up signing a two-year deal with the orioles 23 starts last year 5.42 era 118 innings pitched and during the offseason he was traded for one seth smith who uh seth. went deep last night yeah. yep he loves leadoff homers uh, he does love leadoff homers, and uh, and Giovanni Gallardo. He's been out in Seattle, maybe you know on the West Coast. You haven't been paying attention. Uh, seventy-five innings so far, seventy-five and two-thirds, six point three zero ERA. And Jab, uh, the Mariners just moved him to the bullpen. So and the Mariners have the worst staff than maybe the Orioles at this point, based on injuries and stuff. I think King Felix comes back tonight, which will help the Bombers, the the BT, BST Bombers. But um, yeah, they have a they went two thirds, three thirds, or a third of their rotation was out right for a long time. And Gallardo, at some point, him and Miranda were the two guys who were actually taking starts that had um, big league innings. So if you're moving a you know, Gallardo to the bullpen, I, I don't think that's a good sign. Yeah, not good, not good. So um, Giovanni Gallardo, if if you go back, Jab, if you want to go back in time, you want to undo yeah. the Seth Smith deal, you want to keep that starting pitching depth. Uh, Giovanni Gallardo, the Orioles could could likely be worse if Giovanni Gallardo were uh, were still on this team. So I love that you called the pitching depth because didn't they say that we're, we're um, what did what did Dan it was a what strength, was the right? They were yes. trading from a strength. <laughs> 
that's funny. Yeah. Oh. All right. So Gardo is strength. Uh, I take Seth Smith. So I'll, I'll, I'm fine with that. All right. What about uh, Miguel Gonzalez? Miguel Gonzalez was mm. a tough one for me. Uh, Love that little Mexican. He's he my man. He, he uh, and me too. And really, an, an unsung hero of the Orioles' success. You know, was there between uh, 2012 and 2014. Signed as a minor league free agent. Uh, and, and, you know, he, he signed in 2012 as a minor league free agent. And at the end of the year, he was pitching in game three of the ALDS for the Orioles. So that's, that's an, an amazing story and was really pitched in some big games in, in Boston and New York over, uh, over his time with the O's, uh, you know, over parts of four seasons had an ERA under four, 3.82. Uh, of course the Orioles ended up releasing Gonzalez in March of last year. And that one was was kind of a, a you know we were shrugging our shoulders. What were they doing, right? Why why just release the guy and and not bring back Miguel? You know, at least keep him for some depth, put him in the bullpen, whatever. He ended up having a pretty good year with the uh, with the White Sox, three seven three ERA, only one hundred and thirty five innings pitched. Um, this year has has not been so great though for uh, for Miguel Gonzalez. He's thirty three. Uh, years old, 5.49 ERA uh, over 78 and two-thirds innings. So that's another guy that uh, if the Orioles would have held on to for the last couple of years, um, you know, he's he's pitching in the central, decent division, um, but uh, but but hasn't been able to cut it with, with an ERA just under six. Do you think a lot of people would just say we just love Miguel and we had so many good times with him that if you brought him back and, and put him in this rotation right now, I, I understand the numbers that you just provided, but do you feel like he's somebody that you could trust the way the rotation is now? And I'm not saying that he's any better than, you know, said uh, Abaldo or whatever it is going in, but I, I think we talked about it when Miguel was let go. First of all, it was, he was let go over like, I think like $5 million, Zach. I think that was the big deal, right? Wasn't he going to get $5 million? So they said, no, we're, we're not willing to give you that money at this point. So if we cut you at a certain date, then that that's kind of the yeah. way it worked out. And he had a good year last year. And a great year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think people love him here. So they have this idea of what he did for the Orioles. And it's one of those one of those stories coming through the Mexican League. You know, everything about this guy screams just great teammate. Everybody we've talked to just said that he's just awesome. Everybody loved him in the in the clubhouse. Dan didn't think that he, he could help the team at the time. And say Levine, he went out and actually provided – some stability, some stability to some other teams in, in the rotation. But yeah, I'm with you. It's not like if you brought him back in this rotation, as much as we love him, he would be, you know, this would bolster the rotation. I will say this, though, Zach, I think he would be in the rotation over Abaldo if, or Asher or whoever Probably. it is, yeah. if he was on this team right now. That's Probably. not to say that that's a good thing, by the way. But I, I, think, I, he see would. Where your I think it's one of those where he'd it'd be the same as, as where the Orioles are, right? It'd be, uh, I'd rather have Miguel, honestly, than Gallardo. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with you. Um, I'm, I'm with you there. I, you know, I just I don't think they're any better this year if if Miguel. Gets no, 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 no. It would be better if Chris Tillman felt better. Um, that uh, that would be good. Yeah, that would be pretty good. Or if we weren't shutting Bill and Dylan Bundy down. Uh, that that also that would be good. Yeah, yeah, can't argue with you there. Nope. Um, so keep your eye on uh, on Miguel. See if he see if he turns things around. I always root for the guy. He's um, yeah, huge part of of what oh, the Orioles yeah. did for for a, a real good run. So yep. Hey, here's my question to you. What about Doug Fister? Everybody steamed up for one Doug Fister, Zach. Why, why aren't we going out to get him? He's just released by the Angels. 
Yeah, Doug Fister, everybody, everybody <laughs> wanted the Orioles to sign Doug, including Fister, me, right? including me. I'm, yeah. I'm, in the, I'm in that wagon. So he's out there. He's a, he's a free agent now. <laughs> oh, oh, he's by, out there. Uh, yeah, um, not not great, not great. Let so. me fill you in on the Angels if you're not watching baseball. They're terrible right now too, and if they're getting rid of guys in their starting rotation, it's not good either. Yeah, no, not not good. And maybe he does end up here um, just because the Orioles need. A body, well, but uh, well, that's gonna be my next question, Zach. Is as we're talking about it, if you're gonna shut Dylan Bundy in for a couple starts, at some point, I believe that Chris Tillman's gonna get shut down as well. So let's just say those two guys are in the rotation. There's no Edwin Jackson walking through that door because he's already that experiment is already over, right? Tanner Scott, as much as I love him, I just don't want to rush him to the bigs at this point. Maybe in September, get him a couple uh, starts here and there. Chris Lee, some of these guys, they need to throw a little bit more strikes for me down in the minor leagues. They have the stuff. But I guess that's my point. You have to fill out a rotation. I keep saying that. You have to fill out a rotation. So at this point, if if, if Bundy's going to be out for a couple weeks, right? Miley threw, I think, 200 pitches in like four and a third yes, last night. I mean, his his innings are going up to the point where and, – and they're talking about maybe using – using him as trade bait at some point, right, with his contract yeah. expiring at the end of the year mm-hmm. here too. You have to make up a rotation, Zach. I mean, is Yanoa going to be getting some some spot starts, even though he was optioned uh, last night? I think that's an O'Day move. I think O'Day will be back with the club today uh, down in Tampa, join the team down in Tampa, which will help bolster the bullpen. Zach's not too far away. Um, supposedly around July 4th, Zach, which you and I, I think, are very surprised to hear. Um, Zach Britton, I think that I just yeah. hope he comes back and it doesn't. It's not rushing like he did last time. Right. But but I guess my point, Zach, is with the starting pitching is, are you going to fill be able to fill out five guys? It, uh, I don't know. I just clicked over. To be honest with you, I just clicked over to the Norfolk Tides roster to see who who Talk to me. starters there, and, and <laughs> uh, it doesn't make doesn't make me feel much better. Is Jim Palmer down there? Things. Is Jim Palmer there? I take Jim Palmer. They are going to have to make a move if if they're going to. Shut down Bundy if if Tillman gets injured. So you know some I I don't I don't know where it's coming from. I, it's a little Dicey. little scary. Yeah, <laughs> yes. a little scary. Yeah. So that's that's my point. Is you know we could have Gallardo back and everybody could pine for all these guys that that are not with the Orioles and they're pitching somewhere else. That's fine. They would they would help us I guess because they're healthy enough to take the ball every fifth day. But other than that, this team is where it's at. And the thing that just keeps going back to something that you and I have been talking about since I met you, since we started doing shows with Lundy, since – remember Pat Guthrie? Remember that guy? That guy's awesome. I love yes. Pat. Um, speaking of teams that are just getting ready to yeah. you know, implode. Um, but you've talked about pitching, 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 and that's always been your thing. And it's an easy – it's kind of easy to say it, right? Because baseball, even if you don't know baseball, pitching always wins championships. You know, it's kind of like in football defense. But you've always said starting pitching. You weren't as worried about bullpen pitching. You said you've got to get your starters because that just completely changes everything in your bullpen. And just from a coaching standpoint, even just doing dumb little league that we're doing here now, when your starter just it just wears on your not only your relievers, but think about the guys who are sitting in the infield watching these guys going yeah. around and getting down knowing that you've got to score five runs every night. Think about the Orioles. The last 19 games, the Orioles have had to get at least five runs, at least five to win some of these games. And, you know, it, we're joking about the streak and, and, and DiMaggio, like the way that the Orioles are starting pitching with the ball on the bump tonight. I imagine that can get to the magic 20s act. So I don't, I guess what I'm saying is it's only late June. Yeah. That's the scary part. Yeah, a long way I mean, go. this team could get, I mean, there's holes in this 
USS Oriole uh, that are ta it's taking on as much water as I've seen this team take on this early in the season, in my opinion. Yep. No, it's it's totally true. It's and and very alarming, giving uh, what what they're facing. So, and it's not you know they're 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 getting O'Day back. They're getting Britain back. The the bullpen's getting better. And you look at uh, how the bullpens in in Boston and New York are performing right now, and you just think, man, if they can just get some starting pitching that isn't the worst Terrible. in the league. <laughs> now, honestly, I mean, I know it, it, uh, it's. Oh, we killed for that. All right, well, let me give you guys some good news on the way out because that's bad news. Go and read Zach's piece, by the way, on Masson because it. I mean, he does a fantastic. I won't just say that because he's here. I know we're. I know we're running out. I want to list a couple other guys. No, please do real it real quick. All right, so Wei and Chen, uh, mm. you know, signed with Miami. He's still in the league. He's on the DL UCL tear in his uh, in his left elbow. Tommy <coughs> John uh, four nine six ERA with with the Marlins last year. Uh, how about Zach Davies? Remember, we we were doing the Zach Davies mm -hmm. watch all year last year, and that that trade him and draft stung. Teams, I know that. It yeah, stung yeah. Gerardo Parra for uh, for Zach Davies. Uh, he's walking more guys, striking out less. He's uh, seven and four with a five point four ERA this year. Uh, Eduardo Rodriguez, I'd still do that trade a million times. Oh yeah. Did you watch Eduardo Miller last Rodriguez. night? Oh. Um, he's he's a stud. He had a 4.71 ERA uh, with the Red Sox last year. He's on a DL with a knee injury. Uh, last one that I mentioned, Jeb, your guy. Jake He's terrible Arietta, this year. He's been awful. Who, uh, of course, I mean, uh, of course we'd all go undo the, the trade for Jake Arrieta. One of the game's best starters uh, since since he departed, but not this year. No. I mean, he, he, he got his NL Cy Young Award, but, but this year... Uh, he's he's given up nine hits per nine innings, four point six four ERA. Now keep in mind, besides Eduardo Rodriguez, none of these guys pitch in the AL East. Okay, so any Correct. of the, the success that they've had has been outside of uh, of you know one of the toughest divisions in baseball. Um, you know, so so uh, and in and in some cases in a weaker league in which they're facing uh pitchers who hit so just keep all of that in mind all of that in mind it's it's a long way to go the, the whole point is for me with this is, is that the Orioles would be in this spot regardless of, regardless, of what happened right. so. yep no i'm completely agree i completely agree with you and you know i like to take shots at jake he's, he gets the last laugh as always as he's got the world series ring the all the accolades have come along but he will not be a hall of famer and i'll bet anybody millions of dollars that 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 won't happen so i'm willing to say that that's not peaked, to say right? but he's probably you know he, he's, oh, he's, he's better than he's pitching right now but i i don't think he's as good as uh as no. he was when he was a cy young winner no, I will say this though they did. They have in the last couple of years gone out and drafted some um, potential guys that are come through the uh, Orioles system. Hunter Harvey's coming back from obviously the Tommy John surgery. Hopefully he'll be able to. And like I mentioned, Chris Lee, Tanner Scott, a couple of other guys that throw really hard and could be in the rotation down the line. Um, this year, the kid Hall they drafted. I've heard some really good things. I talked to Roy Nate about him, and, and he actually is really happy with that. And he kind of kind of mentioned it sounded like they kind of fell to the Orioles in a way. So that's what kind of the, the thing was that I kind of like hearing that for once. The Orioles, instead of reaching for fat outfielders, were going out and getting good pitchers that we could go out and get. Sorry, DJ Stewart, nothing against you, pal. Um, but um, so we'll, we'll see. You know, let's just kind of monitor this situation. I'm glad you brought this up because that's the thing that people always do, Zach. They're always like, well, we'd be better if we still had Zach Davies. Oh, my God, we would be better if it. No, we wouldn't. We'd be the same. Um, and let's not forget that this offense isn't the same offense as 
we've had in the past. And let's remember this bullpen is also decimated by injury. So there's a lot of things that are going on here. Uh, I want to end on some good notes here. One thing first, real quick, Melo Trimble was sele- not selected in the draft. It was the NBA draft last night, Zach. I know you, you're Orlando magic uh, owned by Disney. It looks like on their logo <laughs> on their jerseys. Now, um, I don't know who they drafted, but uh, and I didn't watch much of the draft at all. But I do know that Melo Trumbull was signed after the draft. Uh, he was not drafted in the first two rounds, which you and I both said probably did not happen. No reason for him to go out, but he did. Uh, he was signed by the Philadelphia 76ers late last night. Um, so good for Melo. At least he get a shot of going to somebody's camp, at least try to try to make the team that way, probably play in the D-League, Developmental League. But uh, Melo Trumbull was selected. Uh, well, not selected, but was signed by uh, the Philadelphia 76ers, a young team which could help him in, in that regard. And the last thing I want to talk about is props and uh, congratulations to the Showalters who brought in yeah. their first grandchild. Buck has his first grand uh, grandson. Winston was born, um, I think, yesterday morning out in Dallas. Buck was not at the game yesterday. I had a feeling that was going to happen at some point. Um as, as Nate had said to me, he said, if my dad misses my sister's birth of, of, her, of her first kid, <laughs> he'll never live it down. So Buck made the right decision, got out there. I think there was some induction process going, so they kind of planned it in a way, I guess. But uh, baby and mom and, and the family doing great. Buck should be back with the team tonight in Tampa Bay. But uh, just wanted to give a shout out because in a season that's going the way that uh, Buck, it was nice probably for him to just kind of sit there, cradle a new baby and not have to worry about going out to the mound four times like Russell did. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So congratulations yep. Uh, yep. to the show, Walters. Uh, very, very exciting stuff. So uh, Hopefully yeah. Winston can pitch soon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Push him through the system, man. Yes. Get him it. through there. Yeah. Is he left-handed? Yeah. <laughs> we can only hope. We can only hope. Uh, all right, Jabby Burns. Hey, have you, seen, uh, have you seen the freeze, this thing they're doing down in uh, Atlanta, or up in Atlanta in my case? The freeze. I see it, and I, I think I kind of think I'm for a big guy. I kind of move pretty quickly. Oh, uh, you want to take him on? Well, I'm not taking. He's not gonna. Let's put it this way: if I get that big of a lead that they're letting this guy get, he's not catching me. There's no oh, chance. Oh man! I mean, he's crazy fast, though. I mean, he's Carl Lewis. I mean, around there, there. I think there's something in that uniform that makes him go faster too. I don't know what's going on, but I'm jealous of his foot speed and my favorite is when guys are just running so hard that they just fall flat they first do. because they're just dying to get to the end he just could so nobody's beat this guy i, I thought somebody beat the i freeze. thought somebody did because i see the get the gifts all the time and yeah. all the I watch, deals on there so. i gotta tell you i every time i see one of those videos or, or i love it gifs i, I end up so watching fast it. It, this is I mean, it, it seems like one of those things that like a minor league team would do, but I got to be honest with you, it's yeah, I I love it. Um, I'm like, aren't the Braves kind of a minor league team? Year. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> um, but man, if if like my team did something like this, I'd be oh, love it. I'd be all in. This would so. be you'd have a shirt that says for the uh, I came to a baseball game and the freeze race came out. <laughs> I came for to a baseball game just to watch the freeze. I'll be honest. It's worth it's. I don't know. I'm kind of thinking about driving up to Atlanta to catch uh, catch a game, mostly catch the freeze run. So yeah, and talk to Nick. Oh man, it's cool. I guarantee Nick couldn't beat the freeze guy. Yeah, that's what I want to see. I want to see some <laughs> players try. Yeah, Billy Hamilton against them. Yep, yep, that'd be awesome. That would be fun. That'd be awesome. All right, Jabby Burns. Uh, have a fantastic weekend. Enjoy. You it. too, Always pal. Good talking to you, my friend. You too. For Jab, I'm Zach. Thanks for listening to Baltimore Sports today. Have a great weekend. We'll talk to you again next week.